This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 173 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to dive into how to create a product for your audience. Before we get to that, I want to make sure that I make you aware that as of this recording date, when this comes out, my book is now available on Amazon to get delivered directly to your doorstep. And the book will help you so much in really figuring out how to align yourself and make sure that you are monetizing and growing your business like a business, making sure that you're creating products and services for your audience, as well as being the influencer that you are. So if you haven't already pre-ordered the book or gotten your copy of the book, I would so appreciate it if you popped over to the show notes and ordered your copy today. All right, you guys, so we're going to dive really into this. Now, as of the, the day of this recording, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. So we're in the beginning of April when I'm recording this. And what I, the reason I really want to talk, I've been talking more and more about creating a product is because we're seeing a shift. We are going to see a shift of a new normal. Whether we want to or not, it is going to happen. There are more and more people that are coming online that now understand how to use the internet better. Your audience is on Zoom calls. They're watching Zoom calls to do their video workouts, for their kids to do their classwork. They understand and are not as afraid of the internet as they used to be. And because of that, that's going to provide you with more of an opportunity for your audience to want to continue to consume content the way that they are right now. Whether that is through a digital product, through an ebook, they're not going to necessarily, yes, definitely some of them will look to go to do in-person classes when this is all over. Let's be honest, it's definitely going to be a party in the streets when we're finally out of quarantine. But people are going to be more willing to do products and services online because they've gotten used to it. It's become their normal. And this provides an amazing opportunity for you. So if you haven't started to think about what could be a viable product or service for yourself, you need to. You need to start thinking about that. Now, I'm going to walk you through this, how we can really take a look at this. But what I want to make sure that you do is when you get a chance, don't do it in the middle of driving, of course, but when you get a chance, pop over to the show notes and grab my product launch guide. This guide is really going to walk you through a lot of the questions that I'm asking you in this episode to think about of ways in which you can get a product or service out in front of your audience. All right. The first thing that we need to be thinking about when it comes to creating a product or service is your audience. In my new book, Influencer Entrepreneurs, I walk you through a four-part framework, which is PAC. P for positioning, A for authenticity, C for confidence, and K for kindness. And all of that framework is in regards to creating an audience that creates a loyal following, an audience that wants to know when you're creating the next piece of content, how they can get their hands on it and continue to buy product after product because they are loyal and trust you. So 
that is going to be your first piece is really understanding your audience and what it is that they need from you. You are already out there creating content, whether it's on your blog, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it is Instagram, and they're consuming it. But how are they engaging with it? What are they telling you? What are the questions that they're asking you? Those questions and the posts that they actually engage more on are what they need. That's how you're relating to them. That's how you're able to tell them what it is that you can serve them with. So with that being said, when you're thinking of your audience, you need to determine what problem you solve. That problem is what's going to make them want to buy. They want that transformation that you can provide them with. So you need to be able to figure out the problem that you can solve for them. And the reason in which they're going to want to pay for it is because it gives them that transformation. It gives them maybe a step-by-step process in which they can go from point A to point Z and get there and have the results that they're looking for, whether that is healthy, getting healthier, whether that is getting more organized, Whatever it might be, based on your niche, what you are talking about, the content that you're creating, what is the problem that they're really wanting to have solved? When you figure that out, that's your product. Then it comes down to how do they want to consume the content? Are they looking for video content? Are they looking for audio? Would they rather read something? And this is where you need to be talking to your audience to figure that out. So there's a multiple ways that you, in which you can figure that out. You want to use your email list, reach out to them. Just send them an email that says, hey, just wanted to check in on you guys. I'm thinking of putting this together and I was wondering, would you prefer audio or would you prefer video? Or would you rather have it in text form? You can use your email list. You can use your social media platforms for this, whether it's a Facebook group or Instagram stories, whatever it might be. Now, if you're curious about how to use Instagram stories to help you create that product, definitely you're going to want to go back to episode 112, where I talk about how to create a product using Instagram stories. There's a ton of different ways in which you can do this. It's really about creating that engagement and getting them to talk to you, whether you are getting in their DMs or they're answering a poll. Continuing that conversation is going to be key so that you can truly understand what it is that you are going to be able to solve for them. Now, once you have figured out that problem, then it goes again to determining how are you going to deliver that content, whether it's going to be a digital course or could it be a service? And when you're thinking about this, that's how you continue to create content. I have a lot of people that will start that are bloggers, that are brick and mortar, that are creating content and they don't have an end game in mind. You need to think about that end game. You need to think about how can I logistically funnel them towards that? And I know when we start talking about funnels, people often will just shut down and not want to talk about a funnel because it sounds overwhelming. But really, it's about leading them down a path to that product. So it's the beginning stages. When you're thinking of, okay, I have a product in mind, Let's say our product that we're trying to create is to have our vegan food blogging audience. Um, We want to create a course where we're going to teach them how to make sure that they're getting all the nutritional value that they need uh, when they're eating vegan. So they're not going to just be eating processed. We're going to teach them how to get more veggies in. And that's, let's say we're going to create a course for that. Well, now what I need to do is I need to work backwards. I need to create basic content that's going to talk about 
the importance of making sure I'm getting more veggies in, whether that is a recipe or whether it's actual content that shows the value that that nutrition can provide for someone that's on a vegan food diet. Now, once you create that content, you're then going to look to create an opt-in. And that opt-in is to get them on your email list. So often I have people that say to me, oh, I'm going to create a product. I know my audience wants this, but I don't have an email list. That's a problem. You can't just rely on your social media platforms in order to create a product. Because again, you have to remember when it comes to social media, people are not seeing things. There is so much content that is out there now because there are so many more people that are online, whether they are consuming the content or whether they're creating new content. Think about all the new influencers that have popped up recently that started a new YouTube channel or a new blog or have started doing fitness videos online. All of that is going to be competition and not in a bad way, but in a way in which you have to get in front of them. So if that's the case, when we're looking at Instagram stories, think about it. 24 hours is what you have for a story. If that is up there and you've talked about it twice when you go to launch a product, how many people have actually seen that? And how many people have actually taken action? You have to remember that content needs to be put in front of someone at least seven times before they're going to take action. So your 24 hours worth of stories where you talked about it twice isn't even getting them to the seven times that they need to get to to take that first piece of action just to take a look at the product. This is why it's so important to make sure that you are building that email list. And the way in which you do that is to create a freebie, a checklist of some sort or a guide, or there's so many different options for opt-ins, but you want to provide them with something in exchange for their email list. People are not going to just give you your email list to get the latest and greatest for your newsletter. That's not where it's at. You have to be able to give them an opt-in that is in line with the product. So if we go back to that example of that vegan food course that I was talking about, where we're trying to make sure that they're not just consuming processed products, they're getting more veggies in, I would want to maybe provide them with a chart that's going to show them that if you did a unprocessed food versus a processed vegetable, maybe the nutritional value, if that's what my audience is wanting. You have to always remember, is this what my audience wants? And you may have an audience that you didn't realize wanted certain things. This is why you have to be talking to them. I've had plenty of clients that have come in have said, I want to put together a book. And then when they went to their audience, their audience said, no, I want a journal. You have to provide them an opportunity to tell you that. And that, again, is where the Instagram stories can come in using a poll and continuing a conversation with them. So when we're looking at this, again, you're starting with that funnel of breadcrumbs, right? Just think of that old, that little story. What's the one with the two kids that go on their little journey and they follow the breadcrumbs to get to the, or not breadcrumbs, they follow the candy to get to the house. I can't even think of it. I cannot think of the name of the story. I know you're all giggling at me right now, but that's okay. My point is, is you want to get them, give them the breadcrumbs to get to that product. And the only way to do that is to start off with the free content, build it to an opt-in, and then think about, okay, what's an initial product, tripwire, something smaller price that I could then get them to, to maybe get them to my end game of a larger price course. If you are looking to make the leap 
from never having paid to creating a course that costs $99 or even higher, that's a large leap for people. People need to know that they're going to spend their money they're going to get a transformation of sorts. And the only way to do that is to have something that gets them towards that. So think about what could possibly be a lower priced item. Maybe instead, what you're going to do with that vegan course that I was giving you an example of, you have your opt-in that maybe has the chart that shows um, the nutritional value of unprocessed versus processed. And then your next piece of what you're going to do is maybe a $9 um, video training that's going to walk them through creating um, three recipes that they can do for lunch every day to make sure that they are getting their veggies in. Again, you have to go back to your audience. And obviously, I'm not a vegan food blogger and don't have this audience to ask that, but I'm trying to give you an example. So there for your tripwire, let's say you're going to do that video for nine bucks. Well, now what is the next stage that you can get them to towards making sure that the course makes sense? Along the way, as you're doing the opt-in and you're building that rapport with your audience through email, because let's be honest, you're going to build an email list. You need to be emailing them. You can't just give them a freebie and let them sit on your list for three months and they never hear from you. When you go to email them, when your course is done, they're going to be like, who is this person? I'm not opening this and put it straight into the trash or spam. So you want to continue to build that relationship. And as you do that, people are going to decide that they like and trust you. And they may decide that, well, you're not their cup of tea. And that's fine. That's what we also need to understand is that when you create a product or service, it's not personal as long as you're listening to your list. If you're listening to the people that you have in your audience to create this, then it's going to be something that they need. And you have to make sure that you're paying attention to the words that you're using. If you put out an Instagram story and you don't get any responses on that story of a poll or even a question, Maybe it's the way in the words you used in order to ask it. Ask it a different way and see if you get a response. Now, if you have Instagram stories right now and you haven't been using them and you never get engagement, well, you need to start there. You need to start creating consistent content so that you can really figure out what your people need. You need to have some sort of way to communicate with your audience. And it can be Instagram stories, it could be a Facebook group, and it could be your email. But you have to have some way where they are hitting reply and responding to you and talking to you. If your list isn't talking to you yet, this the first stage before you can actually put out that product is you need to build that rapport with your audience. You have to start there. Create that relationship with them so that they can decide if they know, like, and trust you and want to buy your product. If you go through this journey of creating a product where they actually can see that there's a transformation from your, even just your opt-in, they're going to be ready for that $9 product. And then if that $9 product exceeds their expectations or even just gives them that transformation of being able to eat veggies for every day for lunch, then they're going to be ready for your course that maybe helps them transition their whole family to getting more veggies in rather than um, unprocessed vegan food. So you need to think about always, how can I get them to my end game? What am I trying to get them towards and create the content? Because as you create that content, you are going to attract an audience with Google, with 
Pinterest, with your social media, with the hashtags that you use on Instagram. All of those things are going to aid in getting them to that. And the only way that you can do that, though, is create that content that is in line with it. So you can start to have, if some of you that are listening are thinking, well, I just don't have that audience. I don't have that relationship yet. Think about the content that's the beginning of the stages. What are they struggling with? And take a look and see, do a Google search and see what else is out there that has been already created and see the comments. Take a look. You have to do the research. You can't just say, oh, well, I want to create a course that teaches kids how to make gluten-free desserts. Well, have you created that audience already? Do you have that audience, those moms that are looking for their kids to create gluten-free desserts? And Are you continuing to talk to them and build a relationship with them? Just because you have an underlying factor of always talking about gluten-free desserts and how your kid wants those doesn't mean if your audience hasn't come to you and raised their hand that they're going to buy a product that sells that. You need them to raise their hand. And the first way that they're going to raise your hand is that opt-in or freebie. Now, you guys, in my product guide, it is going to walk you through these steps of what we've talked about, trying to figure out that problem that you solve, who your audience truly is, and how you can continue to walk them down that funnel, or just think of it as your breadcrumb path, that the end, the house with all of the, um, I know I keep going back to Hansel and Gretel, that's what it is, (laughs) I could not think of it, Um, but with Hansel and Gretel that walks into that candy house that they end up in the woods, that's your product or service that you're trying to get them to. So what is your candy path that is going to lead them there? And it has to involve a transformation along the way. And it doesn't need to be your end result of what your course is going to be. That's the big piece. That's the huge transformation. That's the step by step where everything is in one place. You want to start to walk them on that path. So make sure if you haven't already, grab that product guide so that you can start thinking about this and planning it out and then start to think about how can I create this product or service for my audience? This is the time to do it. We're seeing, like I said in the beginning, we're seeing more and more people being willing to come online and buy services and products that are online because, well, they were forced to. So they're going to continue to want to consume content that way. It's your job to create it for them. Don't get stuck in doing everything the traditional way of just waiting for ad money to come through. You want to build a business that's sustainable over time, whether it's in the middle of a pandemic or we're at the height of the market and doing great with people wanting to spend money left and right. Think about creating valuable content for your audience. Now, one last note that I wanted to bring up is that I know a lot of people will struggle on the whole pricing and sales when it comes to this. Here's what I need you to understand. If you don't create this product or service for your audience, they still have that problem. So it's not about you trying to sell something. It's about you solving that problem for your audience. Don't hold out on them. That's being selfish. If you know you can solve a problem for your audience, you're being selfish by not putting it together into a product or service. So when you go to sell, think about it as serving. Think about it as solving the problems for your audience. And I'm telling you, when you think of it in that light, it gives the authenticity and the kindness and that four-part framework that I talk about in my book, Influencer Entrepreneurs. 
You guys, I appreciate you so much. As you're listening to this episode, I would absolutely love it if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram stories at Jenny underscore Melrose and talk to me. Tell me, DM me, tell me the product that you're thinking of making. And let's have a conversation about how you can make sure that you have that candy filled path that is going to end up at the witch's candy shack. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 